As the great independent director, Mr. Werner Herzog, once said, I despise formal restaurants. I find all of that formality to be very base and vile. I would much rather eat potato chips on the sidewalk. Hey guys, and welcome to Potato Chips on the Sidewalk, episode... 14. Part 2. Yes. Which actually, this is part two of what we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this might be, if anyone is listening to these three They episodes, might get it by the end. They, they might be like, what the fuck yeah. are they on about? Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> we will be talking about the PlayStation 5 exclusive. That's right. We have PS5s. We somehow got lucky because yeah. Amazon posted their stock a bit later. Yeah. The PS5 exclusive by Housemark, Returnal. Jacob. Yes. What is Returnal? What is Returnal, but also <laughs> Housemark at the studio. Yes. I really like Super Stardust Delta and the PlayStation Vita. That's right. I had a PlayStation Vita. I'm one of four people in the world yes. that owned a PlayStation Vita, which is a, was a very underrated console. And Super Stardust Delta was a great game in that. And... The launch title on the PS4, uh, Resogun, is just one of my favourite arcade games ever, and I have spent countless hours playing that game while having like a sitcom on in the background that I've seen a million times already, and I just kill hours at a time. Which part of this was when was referring to me, Jacob? <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about me. But, so. But since Resogun, I haven't really um, fallen in love with any of their games. So I was very interested to see their first foray into the AAA scene with a higher budget directly from Sony. Yep. And uh, well, before I say my thoughts, what, do you, what were your excitement levels going into this? Well, the thing is, I think, um, you know, I think Housemark are very good at what they do. And if we're talking about... If we are to talk about the most like famous titles, Super Stardust, HD, Delta Ultra, or Anrezo Gun, you know these are very well controlled, like arcade shooters. So when Returnal was announced and we saw the gameplay, you know, it, you know PlayStation gets a lot of shit for doing the whole third person stuff. But this one looked a fairly different... Well, it was more action-orientated. It was I, more action... It looked more like a Gears of War than a, um, than a God of War or a Last of Us, you know? Yeah, like, you I, know. I, but, the, but the interesting thing yeah. was it looked like it was leaning... Not, not, maybe not leaning, but was derived from how, do we, how would we approach this sort of arcade 2D isometric arcade shooter in a fully 3D... Yeah, third person state yeah. and it retains their yeah. bullet hell yeah. gameplay where like there's yeah. large projectiles coming at you and yeah. it's all about dodging and yeah. about not getting hit it's very arcadey with yeah. multipliers and unlocks and yeah. just all that kind of stuff and it so I was really interested because it looked like something that you know we, we all talk about the new IPs AAA games and video games and you yeah. know, we don't get a lot of those and when we do, they're usually they're usually you know derived from other games, which all games are, you know. Yeah. But like this one looked like it was a genuine anomaly 
in yeah. the AAA space, and I was really excited for it because you know, like House Mark, I seemed like untested waters for them doing such a narrative-driven mm. experience. Um, and yeah, look, it came out, and um, <laughs> high praise. <laughs> it came out, and. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being my favorite game of 2021. Oh, really? Yes. Um, what did you think, man? I really, really enjoyed it. Yes. Until I had to beat it three times <laughs> to get the Act 3 trophy. trophy, And then I spent another 30 hours getting the Platinum. No fault of the game. I just spent so much time playing this game unnecessarily. To get the platinum that I kind of burnt out on it by the end. <laughs> but the first 30 hours or so actually playing the game, how it was meant to be played and not just grinding, yeah. dying over and over again to find the right room I need to find for the platinum. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a solid a solid sci-fi story. It's not it's nothing like mind-blowing with the story but i think it's a very solid use of the Grandhold day premise yeah for the um roguelike uh genre to utilize it, it just makes sense Ro- the roguelites are really having yeah. a moment in the like, spotlight at yeah, the moment but yeah. like, I, the narrative just made sense with the genre and like yeah. it just it fits really well mm. but in the end i think it's a really really good game that just falls short of being something that's where like I can just pick up Resogun today yeah. and play it for hours on end yeah. and not have to worry about anything and just have fun playing it. Yeah. I feel like once you have beaten all the bosses, found everything you need to find, done it, the arcade charm of it where the fun is just killing time with the gameplay does subside where okay. like, they're old games. I f- when I was first playing it, I felt like I could go back to this and have fun just playing it as just like a an arcade high score type thing. But yeah. upon finishing it, I just feel like it's not quite there where th- it, it it could have been. I I I think it's I think it's knowingly um it knows that a lot of its you know post. For you know, post narrative like experience is going to be through speed runs and all that. Yeah, and it will. It's probably it's a perfect game to try and experiment with speed yeah. running because you know you, it, it's hard because yeah. <laughs> you don't know you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, and what order rooms are going to be in. But um, yeah, look, I, I get that. I haven't. I've only completed the first three acts. I haven't really gone trophy hunting, but yeah. I personally enjoy just kind of doing weird little runs like. Thing is, I, I I've personally tried to do like run, try to beat be in the game where I don't actually uh, get it, like I don't actually replet like expand my health bar at all. Oh, yeah. So it's just the small, yeah. you know. I did it once and it was really gratifying. Um, but you know, I, I do get you. I I think as you said, I think the it does surprisingly work really well as a narrative game. Yeah, and I think it's. The rare game, I can't really think of another example that does it this well, where relying on audio logs and exploration and reading intel emails actually 
really works for the game. Like it, it, like it doesn't feel like a cheap. It doesn't feel like a cheap. Oh yeah, there's a story here. It's in this, but because it makes sense of it being a roguelike, yeah, and a, the Groundhog Day esque premise of, you know, that you. You see these dead. You, see, you get these audio logs next to a dead body of the protagonist, Celine. Yeah. You know, it, you sort you sort of piece together her mental deterioration yeah. and breakdown just during this thing. And it, as you, it, it doesn't reinvent the real in terms of story, but I was quite surprised at just yeah. how much the method of storytelling through audio logs, through minimal cutscenes. Through the house, the, the the first person levels where you visit the house, I was yeah. quite taken aback and about how good and well done and genuinely emotional it was for me. I should also mention this is maybe it's sort of the game's fault. I don't know, but I had two really bad things happen to me. <laughs> During playing this game, can I, which, say, wait, can, wait, I say, can I say one of them? No, 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 no. I, 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 one I, of them I, I, I warned you about. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so I was just playing. I, I the one of the reasons we haven't been doing this podcast is because I've been very busy with uh, doing my honor study. And listeners know that from part one of this episode. Yes. 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 Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's sort of um. What was I saying? Yeah. So I was just playing it, and you know, I did a run because I was really stuck on there's six biomes in the game. I was stuck on the third. Once I finished the third, I was like, "All right, gone through biome four, went through biome five, got through half of biome six in like one run and I was like holy shit this is the best run I've done of this so far I've blitzed through it like you know and then my PlayStation crashed and I lost one of the permanent unlocks in the final biome and I completely lost all the progress in biome 5 Hi House Mark it's Ben here um when people were asking for a save feature on release for this game, we weren't asking to destroy the method of roguelike. What we were asking for is that maybe we could save halfway through a run because runs can last three, four hours sometimes. So what we want and what the game still needs before more PS5s get out there and more people play it is just a little bit of a save feature, please. Maybe... A save at the when you pass through a portal into the next biome. Doesn't have to be every room. Just you know, every fifteen minutes, every half an hour, maybe. Mm. But we just can't. And I repeat this: we can't be expected to leave our PS fives on rest mode for forty-eight hours when we can't play it over the weekend, or we're busy, or we've got work. We can't be expected. To use all that power. Think about the environment house, Mark. <laughs> think about us gamers. Think about... The gamer boys. Think about just how vital it is that... We just get our safe feature, please. Okay. <laughs> okay <yep>. um, <laughs> well, the thing is, it wasn't actually that. Because I think it does... 
permanently save when you get those milestones. No, it, it no does. but but my save data. But corrupted. if you had saved after the room before that, and the PlayStation crashed, you could have picked up at the end of that yeah. run. Yeah, but but the thing is, yeah. I think there were multiple save points that yeah. save data points that got corrupted. But yeah, it did fuck me the, over because yeah. it took me about another four hours to get back because I'm a busy man. Um, the second thing that happened <laughs> was I finally completed the game. I I, I finally did the six, finished the sixth biome. Well, didn't finish the game, but I finished Act Two, which. Is the bulk of the yes. experience, and I went, I did it. Oh shit! I didn't get a trophy for it, and I realized I was logged in to Ben, who had platinumed the game account on the PS5 because when we've been playing its Take Two, which will come, an episode will come out for soon, yeah. um, we have the same Ellie from The Last of Us Two icon. As our profile picture. As our profile. And the last time I was at Jacob's, I saw that and I was like, have you ever accidentally logged in on mine instead of from yours? And he was like, no, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and then he completed the game. Yeah. After that. Yes. On my account. And when I say, <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. I know. I, I, <laughs> I know. warned you about it. I know. And the thing is, I logged you off of my account immediately after and also because whenever I downloaded a game Ben would get a notification and would message me hey heard you uh, downloaded uh, Ratchet and Clank 2016 and I was like fuck that's weird I, I don't like that um, but I didn't know you logged me out I just thought you weren't playing anything <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing it's like the, the thought of you like waiting for he installed Resident Evil 8 episode soon once he plays it yes um <laughs> And he like, <laughs> and he was just, I messaged him and I was like, have fun. And he was like, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but look, so I lost, I'd say in total, I lost about se- several hours of progress because of A, save data corruption and B, me being an idiot. Yes. So there was that. Only one of them is really the game's fault. <laughs> but yeah. look, it, it was kind of fitting though, wasn't it? Like in this weird... Groundhog Day. Macabre. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, having to lose progress and grind Restart, again. Restart, yeah. Yeah. Now. Yes? Just in terms of how this game runs, did you have any performance issues in it? No, I didn't. Okay, well, I, I think I might have been going crazy or something, but by the end of it, I feel like the longer a run goes, it starts to slow down a bit. Okay, I didn't experience that at all. Okay, well, I was getting a bit of... I felt like either my brain was just going insane from, you know, just Mm. playing the game for 40 hours after the credits rolled (laughs) to get the platinum. But, like, I just feel like it just... Or I'm just overusing my PS5 or something. I don't know, I just felt like the, I had a few performance issues that okay. I haven't really heard about. Well, yeah. I, I, one of the things I was yeah. going to say was, that, that's interesting, because I was going to commend the game for how well it it performed constantly for me. It was at 60 mm. FPS, it was yeah. at 4K, it was really... Well, it runs at 1080, um, upscaled to 4K. Oh, I didn't realize, yeah. okay, but still, uh, yeah. it, it looked yeah. beautiful, um, it ran beautifully yeah. for me, um... 
I yeah, I was really blown away by how well it performed for me. But it was, I, I had heard of some that's performance it. issues. That's what that's what I've been saying. The uh, I I will favor a frame rate over resolution any day because yeah. like you didn't even realize yeah what the resolution was like the, yeah. the upscaling technology these consoles have for the resolution like I like that's why when Ratchet and Clank Rift, Rift Apart comes out I'm going for that 60 frames a second mode like because okay. I know that I won't be able to tell the difference because they just have this okay. upscaling technology that's just it's we don't we don't need native 4k yeah and we never will <laughs> talking about the PS5's features though I feel like we should talk about how um Returnal uses the DualSense controller. Ooh. So, Ben, how did you feel? I think it's cool. It vibrates all tingly, like with the, the, the rain. When you're standing in the rain, you get a little a pitter-patter yep. on your palms, like in uh, Astro's Playroom. Yep. Uh, my personal favorite feature, though, was there's a very specific um, vibration and sound that plays from the controller when your alt fire recharges and I never had to look at the little square in the bottom left of the screen to know when my alt fire to recharge because I was it just teaches you this stuff and my, it's, yeah. yeah my favorite usage was the, the adaptive le- triggers for the alt fire because I feel like that was oh shit this the alt the adaptive triggers might not just be a fucking thing just for immersion it it's a, it can be a gameplay feature yeah. because like the thing is see the problem with that for me was that I was hip firing everything I yeah. I never felt a need to aim no but I'm yeah. just saying but all yeah. firing and aiming like, That's the, the, like but yeah. I, I never felt the need to um yeah aim in at any point because I feel like that you don't have to be as accurate no when you I think it's more important to stay moving and keep firing that like I just felt like hip firing was the way to go and I never really the well the concept is for those who don't know is that if you pull half of the trigger in there's a stopping point and that just aims in like a zoom in like any other yeah. and, um, and it will re- yeah. tip, and, and the thing is like while you will mostly be hip firing can, yeah, like, I'll finish explaining so you pull half of it and you do the aiming like any other shooter. And then there's a pressure point that if you pull through it, it changes your weapon into an alt fire. And could be like a rocket launcher, like a sniper version of the gun, just like all different things. Mm. But like the concept is half pull, aim in, full pull, alt fire. I never aimed in, so I would just... It just felt like I just had to pull through. So, like, yeah. I feel like it's a feature that, like, might impress someone like you who did aim in more than I did. But for yeah. people who are hip-firing like me, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, 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 but I, think the, I think what I was more taught, what I was more impressed by was, like, the thing is, like, I did sparingly use the actual half-pull aim. But that was typically just to reveal weak points for enemies. Yeah. Um, which I found helpful with the bigger bosses and where, you know, the, you know, if you aim at the head or a specific area of the body, you, you know, you do deal a lot more damage just to reveal that. But what I like, wasn't really impressed with was how the adapter trigger almost was used as another button mm. of the yeah. same button. And I yeah. feel like, you know, that could be a very 
yeah. genuinely innovative thing moving yeah. forward because you know Astro's Playroom was probably probably the best showcase for the dual senses capabilities, but I yeah. think Returnal's Alt Fire shows the potential for it to be a genuinely innovative thing moving yeah. forward with the adaptive triggers. Um, yeah, yeah, I was really impressed by it. Um, yeah, so I guess we should give our final thoughts on Returnal. Good game. I think it's a very good game. I think it's a very intense experience. Maybe it was just because I was in a very stressful period of my life as well <laughs> that I, I really was quite moved and weirdly shaken about it um, more than other yeah. roguelites I've played. And yeah, I think it's a great game. I think it's well designed. I think it tells a story beautifully. I think it's impeccably controlled. I think, you yeah. know, I love just zipping around. I love the haptic mm. feedback. I think it's a great game. Mm. Um, a recommendation for anyone who starts it, uh, change the mapping for uh, Melee to L1 and Square to whatever L1 used to do. No, I, I, I like I the default controls personally. Oh, oh my God, that, that's what I should have known. That I was playing on your account. Oh, really? Because I remember... Because I, 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 I noticed that the melee and the um, consumable button... Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Consumable button were like switched around. I was like, yeah. was this my game just fucking up? Like, no. I, I had heard that the new yeah. update had some bugs. And I was like, okay, well, okay. maybe I just might need a remap. But yeah. that makes a lot of yeah, sense. So I, that's what I, I had that <laughs> melee to L1. And then uh, like I, uh, using items to square, which I felt was a more natural yeah um way to play the game but that's funny that you're like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> well no I, I i i like the square button for the melee because it's like you know jump dash melee that well i just it. don't like taking my um right thumb off the um stick during fair, combat. Enough, fair enough fair enough yeah, yeah. okay well um right. yeah great game yeah good game um more ps5 exclusives please you know, I like that there's a bigger play base, but if I invested this much money into a console, I'd like to play games that are made with that console in mind instead of having to be pulled back for... Yeah, and usually we would, but, you know, the circumstances of the world... Yeah. That, um... As we talked about earlier, cause stuff to happen in uh, Bo Burn and Special Inside... Oh yes, yeah, the, the, we, which as, happened in as, as which happened all, in the past, yeah, as we've already talked about in yeah. that, you know, just changing things and people can't make stuff the way they want to anymore, yeah. and we just have to deal with it. But thank you for listening to our last segment, Inside by Bo Burnham. What? And oh yes. Thanks for, listening, <laughs> thanks for listening to our next segment that we haven't recorded yet. Wink, wink. Uh, for a quiet place part two. Yes, um, <laughs> I will. I will see you, Ben, and fellow listeners, for in the future when we record and uh, release a quiet place part two. There's literally no reason we recorded these out of order. <laughs> 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 Next. <laughs>